tuning in to Art and Business and Murals, a podcast about running a small creative business with interviews, artist stories, and industry tips. I hope this podcast keeps you company on what can sometimes feel like a solo journey. Hi, and welcome to episode 12 of the Art and Business and Murals podcast. And I'm your host, Sarah Scully. And today I am giving you 25 ways to diversify your art business. And out of these 25 ways, I have tried 22 of them. So I'll tell you my experience around a huge amount of diversification in my business and how it all went. (laughs) So I'm sure you've heard the saying um, from a report from the IRS a little while ago that most millionaires have at least seven different forms of income sources. And this is really important when you look at your art business um, for a couple of different reasons. Um, The great thing about diversification is that it means that your income is a little bit more consistent throughout the year. So for example, for me, workshops, in-person workshops are really, really quiet during December and January. People don't have time to come to workshops. Schools are out, so I definitely don't have school workshops. So there is little to no income coming in during December and January for workshops for me. Now, if I was just running workshops and that was my business, then I would be in a little bit of trouble. Luckily, I diversify and artwork sales go up during December. People like to buy them as gifts. Commissions go up during December. So that kind of negates the loss of income around workshops with art sales. Another good reason why diversification is important uh, is that we have creative brains and I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure you're exactly the same and you're like, oh my God, I had this great idea. I'm going to do this print thing here and that's going to be great. And then next thing you know, you turn around to grab your paint to put that great idea into action and you're like, oh, I have another idea. I'm going to spray paint this plastic plant and it's going to be neon purple and it's going to be amazing. And then you go to do that and then you're like, oh my God, I have another idea. I'm going to turn this bit of furniture into, and you get where I'm going. Creatives. We've got creative brains. We love all the ideas. We love doing all the things. So this is a great opportunity to do all the things in your business. Another reason why diversification is great is because it also opens up your target market. So if you're just painting artworks, then you're marketing them to that one target market and selling those artworks to them. Whereas if you're painting artworks, you have a target market for them. And then if you're running online workshops, then you have another target market. So the buyers of your artworks are not going to be the same target market as the people doing your workshops. So it means that you're opening up the market, more people will know about you. But in saying that, the cons of diversification it does mean more marketing. It does mean more understanding of more target markets, which can be a little bit overwhelming. And that's the other thing. It's overwhelming. So if you have too many ideas, you can feel quite overwhelmed with what you should do first. What's your priority? What's actually going to bring in the income? So that can become a little bit difficult. And the other thing um, that's sometimes quite difficult when you're diversifying is you don't know if it's going to work. So you're trying a new idea. Say, say you're trying NFTs and you don't know if it's going to take off. You don't know if you're marketing yourself pop, um, properly and, and there's no guarantee that you'll have income from it. So there is a little bit of t- testing there and it will take a little bit of extra time and learning on your part. So should we get into the 25 different ways? Now, I have just popped them out of my brain onto this bit of paper 
primarily from either projects that I've worked on in the last 20 plus years in the creative industries uh, or projects that I would like to work on in the future. So let's go through them. Obviously, the first one and the most obvious, canvases. So most artists, most artists are painting canvases and selling them uh, on, online and in the gallery. That's ooh, number one. Ooh, most of us will be doing that. Then prints. Uh, I do know quite a few artists that are quite successful selling their originals, but they haven't even dabbled in prints yet. And that's a huge opportunity missed, I feel. And in prints is open edition prints, which means you can print them over and over and over and over and over again, or limited edition prints, which means you have, you know, a print run of 10 or a print run of 25 or a print run of 50. And there sometimes you can embellish them, which is quite nice. Um, but that's also a great opportunity selling those along with your original artworks. Another idea is to sell objects. Like you could be painting on things like skateboards or you could paint on surfboards or I picked up a skimboard the other day. You know, have you seen people on the beach and they like throw them at the waves and run and land on them? Anyways, so you could paint on things, furniture. Another idea merchandise. This one's quite popular, especially with drop shipping. So if you can design something, set it up for drop shipping and then put it on your website and then it's no more work from your end. It just gets printed. So things that you could print on, oh gosh, it could be anything. Stickers, drink bottles, make sure they're not the plastic ones. Um, you could do yoga mats or towels or sarongs or just look for the print-on-demand places that are available. I know here in Australia we have Printify. Gelato also does drop shipping. And then there's Redbubble and Zazzle, Society6. Oh, goodness, I just could go on, but I won't. <laughs> what else? You could do digital products. I like the idea of digital products because once you've set it all up and it's working, then it's kind of a passive income. It's all done. You just need to market it. So it's not entirely passive. You need marketing. But so, for example, a great example of this, of when I've done it, is I recently released a mural artist business pack, which is a digital download of a whole bunch of templates that I use in my business. So it's contracts, mural contract, and NDAs, non-disclosure agreements, um, an invoice quote. Uh, invoice template, a quote template, um, packing list, uh, safety work method statement, all of that is included in one digital download. So people will go onto my website, purchase the pack, they download it directly, and then they can use that in their own business. So that's a great example of a digital product. But you could do things like wallpapers, like phone wallpapers or desktop wallpapers, or you could do like coloring in pages, downloadable coloring ins, or you could do like eBooks. So that's digital products. Then there's the online workshops. Again, put all the effort into building the workshop, filming the workshop, putting it online, and then it just makes you sales from then on. So I've done a couple of online workshops, most of which I've pulled off my website now. I think there's only two of them available now. And I've actually put them into a group program, but I'll talk about that later. Um, so online workshops, and then, of course, in-person workshops, which is a really popular way to diversify as an artist. Uh, so the in-person workshops that I really enjoy are the ones that I run for the public. And I also run quite a few in schools. Uh, and I've just started running private workshops, which I really, really enjoy. Uh, 
Another idea for diversifying is live painting. Now, this isn't for everyone. Live painting's tough. It's kind of like performance art where people are going to watch you and try and talk to you and want to really get involved in every layer you put on the artwork. So it's not for everyone. I get it. But I don't mind it. I quite like it. Uh, And the next one, I think everyone's been sitting here going, when's she going to say it? When's she going to say it? Murals, great way way to diversify. They're hard, but the income from them is fantastic. There's a huge profit margin. Um, Don't know if that negates the stress around them, (laughs) but murals are a great way to diversify. Now, if you don't want to be up on a physical ladder, you could potentially do wallpaper murals where the client can purchase the wallpaper from your website, which is a digital or a physical product that they drop ship. So they purchase it from your website, goes to the printer, the printer sends it directly to them, and they can install the mural themselves. Another one is commissions. I know not all artists like this, but sometimes you just got to do them. So you could do digital commissions. So I've seen a lot of people, particularly illustrators, getting photos of people who've just gotten married or something or families and they do a digital um, commission and send that off and they can print it whatever size they want. Or you could do physical commissions, which is what I generally do. You get, I charge per canvas size. They choose the size and they send me the photo, then I paint it up. I just made it sound very simple. It's a lot bigger process. (laughs) Next one, licensing. Um, I have a little bit of experience with licensing. I did work for um, Tinney's, uh, the beer brand, and they licensed an artwork from me to use on the packaging. Um, But this is fantastic if you can delve into that world of licensing. You already have the artwork. Why not send it out, get it printed on things and get paid for it? Uh, graphic design. So this one's an easy one for me because that's my background. And I know that a lot of you have come from a graphic design background, so it's easy to slip into. And you don't, you don't actually need qualifications to do graphic design as long as you know how to use the programs correctly. Uh, consulting. Uh, I've done consulting before. I've got here consulting for interior design or styling, um, or potentially even curating. Um, the consulting I did was for a a jail and they were putting together a security program like the back end of it and they just wanted it to look good so I helped with that so it's not really art but it was graphic design also um, pattern design this is one that I haven't done one of the few ones that I have not done but you can do it um, affiliate marketing yes I have done this one um, last year I start I think I signed up about oh, September last year and last year I made about two dollars and fifty five cents. Um, so it's it's a tricky one to get into I have made a few more dollars since then and I have qualified you've got to make a certain number of people purchasing to qualify and I have qualified that was a bit stressful to get qualification a whole three people or something purchasing um but you can try if you've got a great community around you that's quite large that likes buying stuff then yeah why not try if you've got blogs then do affiliate marketing through that. My affiliate marketing that I do is through Amazon. Uh, art products. This is another one that I have not done. I like. I don't like having like too many physical products that take up space. But you could design your own range of brushes. You could, I don't know, design your own ladder that works better for murals. I'm not sure. But look at what your target market's asking for. If you're on social media and every time you, you put a painting up, someone says, ooh, I love that colour. 
what paint brand is it? Could you not design your own? Or what brushes are you using? Design your own. Um, art products, yeah. Books. You could do a book. I've done this. It's way easier than I thought it would be. So I designed up the Creative Business Development Workbook, uh, which is on my website if you want to check it out. So I designed that up in InDesign. You could design one up in Canva if you want to keep it simple and then uploaded it to KDP Amazon. And that's up online now. So people can purchase my workbook through Amazon directly or I ordered, I think I ordered about 10 copies so that you can purchase them through my website um, is, is another option because I know some people don't like using Amazon. But using KDP Amazon means that it's, again, another passive income. Um, and the, the mark, like the profit on each of them is not too bad. You can work out your own profit. So it's not it's not terrible. Um, NFTs. Yes, I have tried this too. I did a whole range of NFTs earlier last year, put them all up onto OpenSea. I did all of the research, all of the things. I got the Bitcoin things and the Eureth, no, nope, lost it. <laughs> but I did all the things, put them all up there, learned all the, it took it took weeks for me to learn all the ins and outs and if I was doing it correctly and animated them all and got them up there and crickets. So for me, that was a little bit of a fail, but I do like having them up on OpenSea. So when people spam me with their, hey, I'd love to purchase your art as an NFT, I can go, here, here's my OpenSea, go away. Um, another option is doing a subscription, whether it be with Patreon or I know that Instagram now has a subscription feature. The great thing with subscriptions is that it's a, a generally a pretty constant income. So every month, you have money coming in, which is fantastic as an artist, considering it's it's, it's a very um, peaks and troughs type income in general. Um, so you could do, you could share, you know, your time in the studio. You could share your painting techniques. You could share your business knowledge. You could share the products that you use. People just want to know more about you. And if they're willing to pay for it per month, fantastic. Which brings me to my subscription. So I have a group coaching subscription, which is a monthly fee. And in my group coaching, which is on my website, there is a library of over 100 videos that I have created to support other artists to be able to work full-time for themselves. So there's a ton of digital downloads. The videos include things around art, business, um, murals. I've got you know, how to do stencils. I've got mindset videos. There's tons of content on there. Plus there's a forum and it's a community of people that you get to spend time with as well and ask questions and support each other. Plus we have neural Zoom meetings, which are fantastic and everyone's so supportive and lovely. Um, so that's my subscription there. Uh, and that's not currently available. It's being tested at the moment and it will be available on the 2nd of February. So if you are interested, jump on my website, sarahscully.com and add yourself to the mailing list and you'll be the first to know when the group coaching opens to everyone on the 2nd of February. So that's subscriptions. The next one is YouTube. Yes, I have tried this too. You need a thousand subscribers to then start making any money off ads. I have 27 subscribers, so I'm a little way off. And every time I say that, my son laughs at me because he thinks it must be so easy to get subscribers on YouTube, and it's so not. I felt like I was using a lot of time to make videos with very little payoff. So, 
I'm not a huge fan of that one, but you can give it a burl. Maybe you have a bigger community than I do. And the next one is coaching. So if you've been in the industry for a long time and you've learned a lot and you have a lot to share and you're a good leader, then maybe coaching is the way to go. I have noticed a lot of artists getting into coaching at the moment and I'm all for it. I think it's fantastic. Everyone should always have something to share. Uh, Then there is photography. Yes, I've done this one too. I used to be a wedding photographer, which was very stressful and I won't ever do it again. Um, But it's an option if you really enjoy photography. You've obviously got an eye for composition because you're an artist. Uh, Then there's freelance writer. I know not all artists are great at writing and I am not great at writing, but I was still a freelance writer. I wrote for a magazine in Brisbane and did the arts. I was a freelancer and did the um, like arts interviews. So artists that came to town and had shows, I would interview them and then write about it. And the interviews are a lot easier to write because it's it's a lot back like back and forth and I would record the interview, which would make my job a lot easier. Uh, stock images. So you could create illustrations or use your artwork and turn it into stock images and upload it to platforms such as Creative Market. I've done this before. I uploaded my photographs. So this was ages ago. This was like 2008, 2009. And I was taking heaps of photos then and I, I was taking heaps of roller derby photos. And at the time there were like no roller derby photos on iStock photo. And so I uploaded them to there and they just went off like hotcakes, like heaps of sales. One of them went on like the front of a magazine. It was crazy. Um, so that was quite good at the time. And then I just dropped the ball. <laughs> uh, and the last one I've got here is fonts. I love the idea of creating a font and selling it, but I don't like the idea of the amount of time and energy that goes into it. I know how to do it, but I don't want to do it. But maybe you want to do it and maybe it's a talent of yours and maybe you have more patience than I do. So there are 25 ways. They're not all the ways you could diversify. There are millions of different ways and you're creative. I know you can think of some more, but these are 25 22 of which I've tried. (laughs) I hope this has helped you and I hope it's inspired you to try some new things too. Until next week, see ya. Thank you for tuning in to the Art and Business and Murals podcast. Please feel free to reach out via email at podcasts at sarahscully.com or follow up the show notes on the website at sarahscully.com. If you enjoyed this podcast please share it with your friends and fellow creatives i'd like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which i record this podcast the gubby gubby people and i'd like to pay my respects to the elders past present and emerging <laughs>